Today is August the 21st. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa, and I am so glad that you've joined with me today to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Anytime two or three are gathered together in His name, He is in our midst, and He's in our midst today, and that just makes me so happy. So let's get into the Word today and see what He has for us. Lord, we just come before You, and we thank You for this Word. We ask You to bless it in Jesus' name. Job 1, 1 through three twenty six, There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance was also seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men in the east. And his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And so it was, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschewest evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Has not thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee into thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not thine hand so Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when the sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I am only escaped alone to tell thee. While he yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands, and fell upon the camels, and have carried them away, yea, slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground, and worshipped, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? 
And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschewest evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest him against me, movest me against him to destroy him without cause? And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, Thou speaketh as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall not we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all the evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namatite. And they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, and knew him not, they lift up their voice and wept, and they rent every one of them in his mantle, and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. After this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. And Job spake and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night in which, I, which is, it was said, there is a man-child conceived. Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it. Let the darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let the cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined into the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, let the night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, who are ready to raise up their morning. Let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day, because it shut not up the door of thy mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from thine eyes. Why, did die, why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent me, or why did the breast that I had should suck? For now should I have lain still and been quiet. I should have slept then I had been at rest. With kings and counselors of the earth, which built desolate places for themselves, or with princes that had gold, who filled their houses with silver, or as a hidden untimely birth I had not been, as infants which never saw light. There the wicked cease from the troubling, and there the weary be at rest. There are the prisoners rest together. They hear not the voice of the oppressor. The small and the great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore his light is given to him that is in misery, and light unto the bitter in the soul, which long for death, but it cometh not, and dig for it more than, the, than for hid treasures, which rejoice exceedingly and are glad, when they can find the grave, 
Why is light given to a man whose way is hid, and whom God hath hedged in? For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like the waters. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. 1 Corinthians 14, 1-17 Follow after charity, and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesy, for greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you, except that I shall speak to you either by revelation, or by knowledge, or by prophesying, or by not doctrine, and even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to battle? So likewise ye, except ye utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a, bar bar a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Even so, ye, forasmuch as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, speak that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, tongue my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that accompanieth, that occupieth the room of the unlearned, say Amen, at the giving of thanks, see he understandeth not what thou sayest. For thou verily giveth thanks well, but the other is not edified. Psalm thirty-seven, twelve through 29 The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnashes upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out of the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and the needy, and to slay such as be of an upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bow to the broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked, for the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of the famine they shall not be, they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of the lambs. They shall consume into the smoke, they shall consume away. The wicked borroweth, and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy, and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they shall be cursed of him that be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. 
Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him that with his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread? He that is merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell for evermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the earth, land and dwell therein forever. Proverbs twenty one twenty five through 26 The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. Lord, I just come before you today, God, and I thank you for your word, which corrects us, Lord, which encourages us, Lord. I thank you for this word in First Corinthians, Lord, that reminds us that everything we should we do is important if you've told us to do it, but that we should be concentrating on edifying others and edifying those in the church, building up the church, because that is building up your kingdom, God. I pray, God, that you would help us to all be on fire to build your kingdom, God. That you didn't build a kingdom just for us. You built a kingdom for your son. And we are a body, every single one of us apart. I pray, God, that you help us to get a great revelation of that fact. I pray, God, that you help us to be work, to begin to work together in unity, in one mind, in one accord, as one body, God. And that we would build up our brethren, each on one side or the other, if if or let them allow them to help build us up as well god help us to work together god because we have in this hour a great work to do we'll give you the glory honor and praise as we go forth today in jesus name amen mm-hmm.